Greetings and welcome to another episode of Stone Droids Podcast. Sort of. I'm Zoner, and thanks to some insanely cold temperatures at the Stolen Droids Texas chapter, we're going to dig into our archives this week. No, we're not going to replay an old episode, but if you missed it the first time around, now's your chance to hear Colin's The Rise of Skywalker panel from Utah Remote Con. And here's a little tease for you. Utah Remote Con 2 is coming this spring. It's going to be bigger, better, and remoter, so keep listening and also keep an eye on our social media accounts for more information as it becomes available. Now, enjoy the show. I've got to go fix some frozen pipes. I decided to skip the countdown because I just went on a great spiel and realized that we weren't live at all. So we are doing Colin's Rise of the Skywalker panel now. That's Colin Farmer's panel, Rise of the Skywalker, presented to you by the Colin Farmer. So it's going to be Colin's panel tonight. Just a reminder, we're collecting money for the American Cancer Society. So if you can, please donate. We are about $130 away from hitting our goal of hitting 2000 tonight. So if you can't donate, please share so that other people can donate. Givebutter.com slash Utah Remote Con 2020. We'll also put a ticker down so you can see the website all through the panel as well. So I'll turn the time over to these guys to talk about the Enterprise Galaxy Quest things that they're going to talk about. And before you tune out, everyone in this panel knows a whole lot more about Star Wars than I do. And have probably even seen the movie. So, without further ado, welcome. All the Star Wars fans have already logged off. Oh no! Ship Enterprise. Oh my god! First off, Steph, you're amazing. Uh, second, no, just no. <laughs> Well, welcome, guys. We're excited to uh, be doing this panel today. Uh, we really wanted to just dive into everything that was the Rise of the Skywalker saga and our likes and, and dislikes over over the time, as well as those moments that we just really loved. So, I was waving to Jonathan. <laughs> perfect. Without further ado, let's introduce some of our panels. Panel, blah, 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 panelists. We have Val over there the host of B98.7. Wow. Thanks for tuning in, Colin. Co-host. Seemingly appropriate podcast and probably 20 other podcasts because Val's just that awesome. Hey, everybody. We have Jake Skywalker over here. Jake is the Lovely COO of Stolen Droids Media, also a co-host on Movies That Make Us and the Stolen Droids Podcast. And then over down yonder, yeah, over here, we have Darth Lindsay from Cutscene and Cupcake. She's amazing. Thank you. Apparently, we have Darth's honor. That happened after I changed my name. So, (laughs) (laughs) Darth's honor copied you. 
It took me a minute. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping you'd go with like Zonzon Binks or something like that. Oh, perfect. Oh, that would have been amazing. Change wow. it now. That works on so many levels. Oh is, my I've seen him. I've seen Zonner run. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's just fantastic. Uh, Zonner is one of the co-hosts on the Stolen Droids podcast and also our fearless leader of Stolen Droids media. Um, this is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, have, fearless uh, is like you're putting me like way up there, dude. I know. I kind of thought I kind of thought leader was a strong word. Well, I wasn't even going to go there, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, next we have Marley Raylo, if you will. <laughs> um, Marley is a, another co-host of the fabulous three of the. Uh, cutscenes and cupcakes podcast, uh, as well as the Storm Droids podcast. So, welcome, Marley. And Thanks. oh, you changed your name. That just yeah, my so that I could do this. Thank, oh, introduce me. Introduce me. Introduce me. Introduce me. We have that Kenobi guys. Introduce me. Quick, do it. Do it. Introduce me. Here is the wonderful, the Almighty Zach Kenobi. Hello there. Oh my god. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that's what was coming. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but but look, you've already disappointed your number one fans. Yeah, 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 I'm going back for you, Erica. Such, Anything for you. That's a good name. <laughs> I was going to talk about our favorite droid. But nope. Now you're our probably fifth favorite droid. So I was never anyone's favorite anything. Ask my parents. You know it. It's a lion. You know it. Boy, this panel took a dark turn. Fast. It's not a lie. You met my parents. You know. Oh, I feel like God. it's fitting to the Skywalker family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Always disappointing. Uh, they're progenitors. But yeah, anyways, uh, Zach is co host on Soul and Droids podcast. He's also producer over at Provost Park Pass. And? What? Soulmate. The rest of us know that's what it was. I, and I already, I already said you were my soulmate. Calm down, Kylo. Come back. Oh Come on, gosh. Kylo. Listen. Not problem. Oh, <laughs> go cry in the recording booth. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Can you change his name to Kylo? Kylo. <laughs> Rilo. Oh, Rilo. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, what are we hey. talking about today, gang? <laughs> well, you're going to be shocked. We're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Hey-o. So let's just go around first and just say what we love about about the Star Wars franchise. Maybe maybe not specifically um, this trilogy, but uh, what what has brought us into Star Wars. And uh, let's go ahead and have Val start us off. Um. I mean, I like that there are so many different stories that really there's one for at least everyone to love. However, Star Wars fans are also jerks and there's a lot of Star Wars fans that hate most of them, which is kind of weird. I think it's funny. I like all the movies, including Jar Jar Binks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that there are a lot of stories out there, whether you read the books, whether you watch the movies whether you watch the animated shows, that there is enough for everyone to catch on and latch on to something. And I love, I just love it. Perfect. 
All right. And uh, Darth Lindsay? Um, for me, it's something similar. I really like the community, um, which, yeah, there's a lot of toxic people in it, um, but they can go be in their own community. And I'm talking about the community that's cool. Um, I'm talking about how you can, you know, you can wear any shirt that's Star Wars and someone will come up to you in the grocery store and say like, oh, yeah, Baby Yoda. And I'm like, that's not his name. And they're like, ah, you're one of those. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> like, I just love that it creates that, you know, ability that we can talk about it, that we can connect to just random humans across the globe. So that's what I like. <laughs> Perfect. Zonzon uh, beams. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I loved Darth Vader. As an adult, I still love Darth Vader, even though George Lucas nearly ruined him with the prequels. But I absolutely love the villains in the Star Wars universe. I am off Tarkin. The dude's just a complete a hole. He doesn't care. He just wants power and everything. I, I love the villains in Star Wars. And I'll keep coming back for the villains in Star Wars. Perfect. Uh, Marley? Um, for me, I just, I, I grew up loving action adventure slash sci fi movies. And watching these, like, it was always a really great adventure. And there were already, there were so many great characters. Um, I mean, it's just been a part of, like, my whole entire life. Um, you know, watching the older trilogy to the um, the ones that people don't like to talk about, and then which I was fine with. I liked those, and even the newer ones. You know, like it's just it. Star Wars has always been around for me, and I I just love all of it. I I'm not really one of those crazy Star Wars fans who criticizes every little thing. Which if you are, that's fine. You be you be you. But I just I'm just in it for the fun of it. And, um, of course, lightsabers are awesome. <laughs> Back the radar technician. Yeah. going to change every single time we get to you. Yeah, you never know. You never know what I'm going to be. You know, and, and I don't want to hear from him anymore. Let's just talk to, let's talk to Jake. I'll mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> the first step is recognizing you have a problem um i i just grew up with star wars it was one of the first shows that i remember really getting into one of the first stories that i really kind of um gravitated toward um obviously i grew up with the original trilogy but even when the prequels came out you know i stood in line for hours to get a ticket i saw episode one multiple times in the theater like there's just something magical about, you know, sitting in a movie theater, it's dark, Lucasfilm logo comes up, and then the blue words on there in a galaxy far, far, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, and you're just like, that's it, I'm ready. Like, I'm I'm all in, and it doesn't really matter, and it's just great storytelling most of the time, and intriguing characters, and I love that this was an idea that George Lucas had that has just grown uh so much and so many people have had an opportunity to play in that sandbox and contribute and it's just it's just awesome Perfect. all right zach uh the very first thing that i loved about star wars was lightsabers 
Yes. Before I knew, before I knew what Star Wars really was, I knew that there were lightsaber fights. Um, and then growing up and getting more into film, um, I mean, the first, the original trilogy is a technological wonder. It's really cool the stuff that they did, the sets they built, um, and that I think for me is something that I loved about Star Wars is it never felt like a galaxy far, far away. It felt like I could walk onto that planet at any time and and be somewhere. So that's that's what it was for me. Yeah, and then uh, for me, uh, you know, Star Wars has always been kind of a, a coping mechanism for me, something that, I, that I've always just grown and attached with. Um, you know, going from uh, being uh, in my, my parents' office as as a little kid, they, they had their VHS player that just sat there and had a couple of old films and uh, Return of Je- the Jedi was one of them. And I would just watch that movie on repeat all the time. Um, and so uh, it's, it's always been kind of a staple in my life um, uh, to the point where I wore Jedi ropes to high school because I was just a weird kid. Uh, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, did you feel cool when you did it? No, I felt amazing. Yeah, was, so like, then oh, it was yeah. worth it. Who cares what anybody else thought? You felt amazing. My, it was worth my it. my $200 lightsaber and my, my Jedi ropes. They did get banned from the school, so that was <laughs> the lightsaber <laughs> on the robes. They weren't ready. Uh, both. Uh, <laughs> they weren't ready. They couldn't handle it. They're like, you're I, saying, don't know if, I don't know if he's a force user, but we're just not gonna risk it. No yeah. <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen. goes to the dark side. <laughs> it could be bad. So what you're saying is not only did you feel amazing for a day dressed as a Jedi at school, but they also made a rule based on your actions. Like that's your legend. You're a legend, oh, right. man. Pretty great. Uh, Welcome man. to the end um, of history, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, with, with, with the latest... <laughs> I feel so far away from you. I'm all the way down here. You're all the way up there. Zoner, help me. Help me hold his hand. I'm, get, I'm bringing that up. There we, there we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got it. You got it. There we go. <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel it. I feel connected now, baby. <laughs> With you, oh my gosh! Uh, I've watched. I've watched most of the panels or participated most. Of, by far, that was the weirdest moment of the con so far. Just <laughs> yeah. want to throw it out there. Oh, no, surprised by that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Erica, for for saying I was a cool kid. I appreciate it. So <laughs> Unlike Zana, she's the a cool supporter kid. and a villain supporter, and she can't handle it. So <laughs> sorry, Zon Zon. Shame. Just not working for you. I'm just too much for some people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with the so with the latest trilogy, um, there's there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of um, people love it, people hate it. A lot of fan feel that there was um, a disservice to them. Um, where where do you guys kind of kind of rank in all that? Do you guys feel that um, that this trilogy can stand on its own? Do you think that it that has to rely on um, the previous films, or do you think um, that, that the films maybe are, are just one of them is is great, and then the others just kind of fall apart? So, if I may, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, Daisy Ridley 
uh, said in an interview that there's a lot of back and forth on who Ray's parentage was. And at one point she was a Kenobi. So it was this close to being canon. Um, Spoiler alert, everybody. Everybody watching, spoiler alert for all the Star Wars is. um, Thank you. Um, (laughs) Turns out that Ray is a Palpatine. What? Um, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Exciting times. Um, But the thing, I think the MCU kind of ruined movies for me because that series of movies is so well planned and thought out and like they they're putting this here so that this could happen here. And oh, we didn't say swear words. We didn't say it. We didn't say it. The <laughs> thing that's most upsetting about that is she's only kidding. She's kidding, but she hasn't seen the movie. So well that will be spoilers. That's that's what it was not on the channel. <laughs> what it was for me is the new trilogy i enjoyed enough watching in theaters but i just felt like they didn't have all their all their ducks in a row i didn't feel like they had a consistent plan it felt like jj's plan brian's plan kind of back to jj's plan where it should have just been they should have just got a kevin feige to streamline for him so that's that's right i I enjoyed them well enough i don't i don't hate them i don't think they ruined star wars for me um i'm okay I'm even okay that women were in the movies. Um, well, let's not go too far. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys know there's some ridiculous yeah. toxic fans out there that... Anyway. Um, but I, I wish there would have been more of a, a plan. For yeah, me, I, I like the idea that like all the Star Wars movies, like it's been a tradition to have different directors for each of the movies. Um, but like Zach said, when you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe... They did have different directors and writers, but yet it all seemed to kind of come together better. Whereas these three movies seem to be to people, especially to people that are in love with canon and can't step away from canon. These are just like out of their mind. They they can't stand it. For me, um, yes, they're a little messy, but I feel like all the Star Wars movies are a little cheesy, a little messy, and not all of the writing is great. But yet we still love them. We still love them. Um, but with these three movies, there was something very visually pleasing about all three of them that you yes. don't get in any of the other movies. The other movies are great to look at too, but there's something about these three movies that the color, the cinematography, the different special effects that they use, the fighting scene, the camera angles are all very much these three movies. And I love that, um, that you get to see that in all three. Um, I do think that they did kind of throw away some characters that I wanted to see more. They they projected mm-hmm. that Poe was going to be a bigger character. They projected um, that several characters were going to be bigger, and then they kind of just threw them away. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, why did you spend so much marketing money on these characters? And you have costumes for characters that are in the movie three to ten minutes. Like, so I didn't quite get what they were doing yeah. there. We got all excited about, about certain things. And then you don't get that. But I do think like cinematic, like visually cinematically, I, there is something just outstanding about all three of the movies visually. Yeah. I, uh, I think Finn, I mean, nobody's really talking about it, but I really feel like there wasn't a lot of yeah. character development with Finn. I'm just kidding. He agrees. About it. 
he, yeah, I know. When, I've heard. when he when I've he's heard. like, hey, I thought I was going <laughs> to be a bigger he's a deal. Vocal about it. Even Captain yeah, Phasma, I, Jake. Even Captain Phasma. Oh, Captain yes, Phasma right. was going to be they awesome. Pushed Captain Phasma to be like the best Halloween costume of the year, and I just yeah. thought her character was going to be like half of the movie, and then she's. No, I, I didn't. I didn't understand it. So I, they they Boba Fetted her hard. Yeah, she yeah. did get more than Boba Fett though. Uh, Funny story about Captain Ball. Phasma. Funny story about Captain Phasma. I I took my son to go see the Star Wars movies, and he's <laughs> deaf. So oh, wait, I'm getting there. And, he, and so he only Sorry. experiences it through the captioning. And when I told him after the Force Awakens that Captain Phasma was a woman, he's like, "Wait, what?" Because <laughs> he had no idea. He didn't hear it, <laughs> oh. so he didn't know. Um, well, but but she. Yeah, she kind of got thrown away. I think. Sorry, who, Marley? You were saying something. I don't want to. No, I was going to piggyback off you. So finish. Okay. Well, I was just. I I enjoyed the trilogy. I enjoyed the Force Awakens. Um, I really, really enjoyed the Last Jedi. I think it's it's one of the best Star Wars movies out there, uh, and one of the best movies out there. I just really enjoy it, and I felt like with Rise of Skywalker and where that's where it really felt like they didn't have a plan because it was such a swerve. And, and such a U-turn almost from what they established and did in The Last Jedi. Uh, and I thought that was a little bit weird. Um, but overall, the movies were still fun and they were still enjoyable. And there were still moments where I was like, this is a Star Wars movie. And I enjoyed them a lot. I I really like to, uh, kind of going a little bit back to what Val said too before about the, the movies being visually stunning. I One thing I really do like about The Last Jedi is is the visual effects. I mean, they're in this, like, really, really white world. Like, there's a lot of, like, white sand or whatever that is. And then all of a sudden, like, there's, like, red bits to it. And it's just so, like, the contrast and everything is so, um, it's so stunning. And then also the part when, at the end, when Ray helps them break out of the tunnel in the back. And she just, like, moves all the rocks up. And they all just, like, scatter. And she's just, like, holding them up with the force. Like, even just, like, that scene. Like, it is incredible. Um kind of about characters and villains being wasted, I am disappointed with the Knights of Ren in yes. Rise of Skywalker. Me too. Right? Great. Especially like in the beginning when they when you first see them in the movie, they look so scary. Oh, they're so bad. Oh, they're supposed to be the best besides Kylo Ren because, I mean, he's a really good fighter. But like, they didn't do anything. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't do anything the whole rest of the movie except yeah, stand there and look scary. And well, and, yeah. and yeah, honestly, I think we could get a Knights of Ren show just like we have the Mandalorian, and there would be so much content, yes. and people would love it. And I think in the movie they did a disjustice to what future content they could pull out of that. Like if people say that Disney and Star Wars is such a money grab, they sure did waste a ton of money grab moments for all three of these movies, because I agree with Marley, like the Knights of Ren. I was so excited when I saw them, like I get goosebumps now and then they were gone. Like they were in yeah, and then they were gone. And I, well, and I even, even it. before the force awakens came out, JJ Abrams teased the Knights of Ren talking yeah. about how, no, he's not a Sith. Kylo Ren isn't a Sith. He's a Knight of Ren. Well, what is that? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out. And then we waited for two more movies and found out that they were lame. And he should have just been a sick. He would have been cool. <laughs> I, I mean, their costumes were sure neat. Multiple This too, right? Because, you know, you've got what, what Ryan Johnson wants to, to put in there and 
and it's not completely matching up with the other director. So, so why, I, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes it is a good service to, to have multiple directors that Plus refuse to stick up and be wherever they came from. Um, but yeah, well, I but mean, if, they, if they had had a story runner, the final battle, yeah, yeah, even on the, the final battle with, um, between uh, Ben and the Knights of Ren, we don't, we don't get much. Like, he just tears through them. You, you expect that since they've trained with him, that they could at least put up a decent fight. Yeah. But oh, they worked him hard. Yeah, they're just flipped to shreds by him just flipping over their backs. But Colin, gotta... with passion and love, you can kill anything. Oh my god. <laughs> was that the lesson? Was that what we were supposed to learn? I, I guess I, that, was, so. that, that was the point uh, of it all. Yes. The power so, of love. Out of I will say the what are we calling it? The the Disney trilogy? The last three? I think the original... normally it's just the sequel trilogy. Okay, the sequel trilogy. Um definitely had the best fight scenes. Oh yeah, by far. And I oh, think that comes from um, yeah. were incredible. Yeah. What do you guys think was the best fight scene in the new trilogy? Oh. I loved the oh, one I, in the I forest cuz like Ray doesn't know how to use a lightsaber. She's not, you know, Darth Maul or Obi-Wan Kenobi where she can like flip it around and do cool stuff. Like Ray and Finn are just hacking and slashing just desperately trying mm-hmm. to stop Kylo Ren. And I loved that like choreography for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- Love uh, Snoke's throne room. Snoke's throne room. People had talked about Raylo, and this whole shipping thing was happening already. That's when I got on board with it. Watching them fight (laughs) together and take down his his guards, like it was awesome. That scene was great. I liked the Death Star in the water. Like for me, the camera angles on the Death Star in the water and trying to get up each level, and then it turns, and then you've got. I mean, there were just so much like. The choreography with not only the camera and the actors there and the fighting choreography, um, I was blown away by it. Yeah, it's the the amount of time that they put into these fight scenes were just phenomenal. And uh, I, I feel like that was definitely some of the more shining moments in, um, in this trilogy. I, um, so Jason Black said, they teased that... Uh, Finn was force sensitive, uh, even had him fight with a lightsaber. I wish they had done more with that. Uh, but Finn was still one of the best character developments. Completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and they've, uh, JJ even came out and said, um, you know, after what he was trying to tell Ray uh, was that he's force sensitive. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, in some of the shots, when, when he's about to tell her, it doesn't feel that way. Um, that he's going to be like, oh, hey, I'm force sensitive. Uh, right. like when when Finn's Finn and Ray are falling down through that through that pit, um, and he's just like, Ray, I have something to tell you. Are you really just going to tell someone that they're they're force sensitive in that moment? This is the last I, thing you're going to say before you die. Yeah, like no. In that moment, you're going to be like, I love you, not hey, I'm force sensitive. Maybe right. that's his way of saying that he loves you. You don't know that. Maybe, yeah. maybe, hey, baby, I'm force sensitive. We're, 
We're exactly right. language I of making know. up lies about force sensitivity. It's fine. <laughs> um, I, I wish that they would have not waited until the last movie to even hint at it. I mean, I would have loved to have seen him uh, be force sensitive from the beginning. I, why do we have to limit it to just one person discovering their force powers and developing yeah. their force powers? And why yeah. couldn't we have Ray and Finn together learning how to become Jedi and I mean, it, it still works, I think. And it was just too bad. And what they were doing, they had no idea what their yeah. story was going to be. Exactly. And I think that he was completely wasted in uh, The Last Jedi. That storyline with with him and Rose was just completely unnecessary, I felt. And I would have liked, like you're saying, Val, I would like to see him train with Ray. I would have liked to see more of that than him going to Las Vegas in space. Oh, stop. We are not going to talk about The Last Jedi. Let's just move on. I don't even want to respond to Zonner. Let's just move on. I want to talk a little bit about it because Rose, <laughs> let's talk about Rose. Like, Rose, yeah. So at the Rose Last Jedi, everybody made such a big deal that she was a throwaway character. And then Disney stood up and said, look, we're standing up for her, both her character and her as an actress. And just wait until the next movie. And then they bookended her again. They put Rose from yeah. and Rose over here. And they just bookended. Like they, they did. I yeah. was just so disappointed with that. That was probably my biggest disappointment with the last movie is that they just threw her right in the trash again. Yeah. And she I mean, got like 57 it, seconds on screen. If that, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. What I loved. Matter if you get 57 seconds, like give her a good story, give her a reason yeah, to yeah. be no, no reason to be. Well, and what yeah. I really loved about her in The Last Jedi, in, in The Force Awakens, you have Finn chasing after Rey. Like, he's like like a little puppy dog. Now you bring in Rose, and this is a new character that can put him in a different direction and find his own path so that he can become his own character. And then you in The Last Jedi, you just throw it away. And I feel like it was one of the ways that Disney and Lucasfilm really buckled under the pressure to the fans and kind of said, okay, they didn't like Rose, so let's just not have her a whole lot in the film. And there were a lot of other things that they did in that movie that felt like that, but that was one of the biggest ones for me because I really liked Rose. I liked right. her line at the end about fighting for hope and like that's what made them different and it was just awesome. And she, Finn came along so much further in The Last Jedi and I think a big part of that was Rose. Well, you Rose show, showed him the reason to be. She showed him in The Last Jedi that you don't have to be like this foreseen superhero to be somebody mm -hmm. important. Like it's some kid that's just sweeping up after, you know, everyone. And he might have the force. You could have the force. It's, it's what I love about Spider-Man. Like anybody can wear the mask. Anybody can have these powers. It doesn't matter. You know, it could be anyone in the universe. And then to totally just disregard that whole storyline in the last movie Mm -hmm. Yes, Stephanie well, could have the fourth Stephanie. We don't know. We don't know. We, we many, never many will now. You, you know, I um, was thinking this morning about, and sorry, Jake, I'm going to reference. You're, you're fine. I'm I'm doing it again, but um, I was thinking this my, morning. My trigger, Jeff. About <laughs> about Rose, and I've never been a big fan of the character, but I was thinking she really could have. I mean, they set her up. Ryan Johnson and what he did with her really set her up to be a very cool and influential character. Like you're saying, Jake, she helped forge Finn's path. 
and or point him on this new path separate from Ray. And they really could have done so much with her. I mean, with her tragic backstory of her sister dying and again, spoilers, but I, I was thinking about that and I thought they really blew what could have been a great character story arc mm-hmm. by sending them to Vegas in space. But, <laughs> Vegas, but no, space, Vegas. It, it, it really got me that they, that they never, they never even talked about the, the awkward kiss scene between them, which to me, it felt awkward. I don't know if anyone else felt that way. Um, it just, it just seemed unnecessary at the time. Uh, and then in Rise of the Skywalker... Kissing is never unnecessary, all right? Yeah. It's fine. I mean, when's the last time you kissed, Colin? It's not necessary, Zach. You're right. Need right. <laughs> Gotta try it, man. Um, but in Rise great. of the Skywalker, um, they, they bring in um, <clears throat> the... Uh, uh, what was her name? Janna? Uh, mm-hmm. Who's uh, one of the other uh, stormtroopers that just laid down their weapons. Um, and they start developing kind of an interest be, between her. And so why not just spend that more time with Rose than with this new character and developing this new character that's, you know, in the film even more than Rose. I think they're trying to establish the fact that Finn can get the ladies. <laughs> Dude, John Boyega can get it. John Boyega he, pulls. He doesn't. He doesn't the ladies and the men. We know this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever he wants. Go get it, John. You deserve it. <laughs> um, I really, I really like John Boyega. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I like just about everything about that guy, and I think it's cool that he is using the platform that he built with Star Wars to do good. He's like a real Jedi. Well, and I think the whole cast. I mean, when you look at the whole cast, the the big four especially, you've got uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Oscar Isaacson and um, Oscar Adam Isaac. Driver. Is it yeah, in? I, that's, I, that's what I meant. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and then uh, Adam Driver and like all four of them are incredible actors and, and just did amazing in this and have done so much even after that. Um, and I think that's, that's incredible that they find these names that most people didn't know who they were, but they were still so talented and so amazing. Um, and, it, it's just, it's just awesome. I think that really lent to the strength of the storytelling in the sequel trilogy. Oscar Isaac is another um, character. Poe. I love Poe so much. And he's one that I actually have read the comics of Poe's story that I wish they would have done more with him. I think they built it up to do more. And I feel like he w- his character was just kind of a rock across the water um, you didn't mm-hmm. really get in any deeper. And I feel like after watching the Dune trailer is I'm going to get everything in Dune from Oscar Isaac that I wanted from Star Wars and didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was one of the not great things about the sequel trilogy. The big three, the trio that was supposed to be like the new Luke, Leia, and Han. I didn't feel like they had the same bond that Luke, Leia, and Han had at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. At the end of... of rise of skywalker it's like uh, they're all going to kind of go their separate ways now and like that's fine but like you could picture han leia and and luke continuing to have adventures together and and being together for the long haul i don't know that i feel the same way about the other three 
Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that, but you make a, you make a, a really, really good point. I think if we're talking about relationships in the new trilogy, um, the biggest relationship development we saw was between Kylo Ren and, and Ray. Yeah. Raylo. Raylo. <laughs> and I, I actually really like, I actually, I really liked, uh, where they went. I mean, it, I, I didn't care if it, it turned into something romantic or not, but I I liked that they they leaned on each other and mm-hmm. that um, it as force users. And then the whole love that love that that was cool. I didn't know the force could do that. But I mean, apparently, there's a lot of things I don't know about the force. Um, I mean, you I, can fly through space too with the force, so it's okay. Yeah, that was new too. <laughs> uh, no, I, it wasn't. It was in I, one of the animated series. It was. It was in Rebels. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, let me just leave this. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> as much as I make fun of Kylo all the time for being a whiny little brat, um, and I don't usually use brat as my word, he's my favorite Skywalker. Like, I know he's not all the way a Skywalker. He's, you know, a solo. But in my mind, he is part of that Skywalker family kylo ren lineage for sure yeah and so for me he i think his arc is the best arc um of all of theirs um and i really do like what they did to him they what they gave to us everything we felt all of the emotions with his characters from the first movie all the way to the end movie um and at first um spoiler alert when he died for like a second i was a little upset um, and then I was like, no, this is, this is what should, I like what they did. This is what should have happened. Because then I thought if he wouldn't have died, you know, like what would have happened after that? And I think I just, I really liked what they did. Um, he redeemed himself in his eyes. He redeemed himself um, enough for the person that he loved. And that's all that needed to be done at that point. Um, and I, I really liked it. And I think with, with Kylo Ren, like, Without the support of the people around him, I don't think he—I don't think he would have been able to redeem himself as easily. I think it would have taken a lot more time. But you could see that Ray saw good in him and just wanted him to to change. And of course, like we see in, um, like even in that scene when um, he's having a vision of his dad, Han Solo who's dead, um, talking with him, like, after a really big fight, <laughs> you know, and he just, he he's just so, like, supportive of him, and he's like, look, like, you're my son, and blah, 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 you know, he says all, like, these awesome things that I'm all of a sudden forgetting, but, <laughs> but you just, you know, like, for me, I, my first thought was, like, wow, like, he has so many great people in his corner that are rooting for him to turn his life around and be, and be a good guy and he gets to be that yeah not for very long but especially because yeah he, he dies but it was great to see him in those in those last few scenes in the movie for me like the biggest moment of liking kylo ren like i was kind of with the crowd i was just like oh he's such a whiny you know angst is not a villain you know things like that on a pillow um angst is a villain though let's be honest <laughs> it's not a great one 
Um, but no, like I, I had issues with him, but I really started to like him the second he turned his life around and he makes that epic force jump and then doesn't quite stick the landing goes, ow, you know, like I loved that. I was just like, oh, he's funny now. I get it. You know, like I, for some reason, that tiny moment, I was just like, oh, Kyle is actually pretty cool. Nice. Yes, <laughs> Kylo is cool. I oh, like Kylo. Thank Ren. you. <laughs> and he's got a good helmet. <laughs> I like. I don't know why he felt I like, like he needed to our technician better, but yeah. <laughs> so Adam good. Driver. Adam Driver is a stud in real life. Yes, absolutely. And, he is. and it's such a such a force to be reckoned with. Reckoned with uh, on screen. Um, I loved what he brought to Kylo Ren, and I I, I think about this. About casting, I think that I can't think of. Sure, there were characters that weren't used to their fullest potential, but as far mm-hmm. as casting goes, I think everyone was cast really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. really, really well. Especially that whiny Hux guy. Oh my gosh, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he just plays that. Oh my gosh, that that moment when when Poe's trying to. Uh, to delay that attack and um, is is just sitting up there and just like, oh hey yeah, just calling your mom. General, <laughs> is this General Hugs? General uh, Hugs. That's right. <laughs> and, and I wasn't surprised when he turned out to be the traitor because I thought no Weasley could ever really be on the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> so you even know you and Paul both knew it. Oh. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I uh, this is another thing that I love. Uh, I mean, I will always have a special place in my heart for the Millennium Falcon, but I think my favorite ship of the Star Wars saga might be Poe's X-wing. Yeah, Heck yeah, that so black cool. X-wing is sleek. Trying to find that Lego set. I know, uh, and I can't find it anywhere. Nowhere, man. No, I've got Nowhere. the new one, but it's orange and white instead of orange and black, and it's that, not as cool. That orange and black looks so good. You know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just look for this. I'm gonna look for that. You guys do what you guys. Yeah, do. that's good. We're not doing anything else. You go ahead and look for your Lego online. We don't have nothing going on. It's not like we got people watching. It's not like I'm sharing my screen. Can we talk about like the evolution of C3PO? Um, in this final movie, well, one yeah. point he has uh, a different colored arm, and then he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty exciting. Just there, and whoops. I don't know. I really just like how they gave him. I like how they gave him human moments. Um, yeah. And I and because I out of all of out of every single movie, the droids play super important parts in getting all of our heroes where they need to be and getting them out of where they shouldn't be. And the fact that they brought R2-D2 and C-3PO into the full circle, into the ending of this movie, I think was like one of the most understated turn of events and relationships that like nobody talks about is, is these two droids and how like we're crying about droids. They have us crying about metal, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's great workmanship in any film yeah. and i think that's i, I love that so 
Yeah, when they're doing the mind wipe and he's looking at them and he's like, I'm just looking yeah. at my friends one last time. Like, uh, yeah, it, I was, mean, it was hard. Well, I think that's a tremendous compliment to Anthony Daniels as well. Mm-hmm. That Even though you can't see his face, he's able to convey that emotion and give you all the feels that he does. Yeah, well, even with, with D.O., um, same thing, you know, that, that mm-hmm. moment um, where, where BB-8 finds that other little droid and, and gets I him going. I love him so much. Uh-huh. And, you know, Ray reaches back and, and he's, oh, oh, what did he say? No, um, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I felt that so much. I just know that that little <laughs> droid was, you know, potentially yeah. abused and it it gave that that depth without even having to say anything you know yeah, yeah. and every, in every star wars movie they give us these droids that surpass the human element and i just think you know it it's incredible and yeah i i mean dio is one of my favorite droids i mean when he says no thank you i just like that was it for me yeah i uh <laughs> i agree with you erica I, you know what? Here's a, here's something I hate. Period. I hate it when people are mean to any of these characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or yeah. especially when they're mean to any of the actors who play the characters. Mm-hmm. The worst part about Star Wars is the toxic fandom. So if you're yeah, it, stop it. Yeah. And I, I think fandoms in general, but it seems to be especially pronounced in Star Wars right now. Don't you dare, Steph. Really Steph, suck. Keep going. You cannot turn us off. This is my panel. <laughs> I decide when we're done. <laughs> we don't have to leave. You can come back. You can stay with us. I thought you Sorry, her. Steph. I had to do it. it was oh, just, Jake did it. You know, I think yeah. we'd be remiss as well if we don't mention Carrie Fisher. And yeah. The fact sure. that they were able to take extra footage and utilize that and make her a part of this movie was awesome. Uh, as, as far as celebrity deaths go, when one happens, I usually couldn't care less. Carrie Fisher, though, rocked me. Um, it really, it, I mean, even now, it still makes me sad. And watching the movie today, I, you know, had all those feelings all over again, seeing her there on the screen. And I'm really glad that they were able to utilize her in this role and in this in this particular film, because without, without her, it, it would have definitely been lacking. For sure. And in every single moment that, that she was on that screen was just such a tearjerker. And like you, you know that at some point, um, you know, she's going to pass in this film. And when it, when it happens um, after she's, she's projecting that, that image of, uh, of Han Solo to Ben, um, you just know that it's, it's, um, uh, it was her, you know, final wish that, Hopefully, this can be the one thing that uh, that helps Ben become Ben again. Yes. Wow, that's it. 
downer note right there. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a it's a positive oh, note because yes, we we definitely we definitely lost uh, our princess, but look at the legacy she left behind. And if we look at it, if we if we put ourselves in Ben's shoes, that like Carrie Fisher performed and act and and wrote and did these things to inspire people to be better. And if that's the the last thing that she gave us, then that's a beautiful thing. Yes. And yeah, yeah, Billy Lord being in the movies was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And she got more of a role in in this one as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for for coming with us on this this journey in a galaxy far, far away. Um, uh, And thank you, panelists, uh, for for all your thoughts and opinions. Uh, We appreciate it greatly. Uh, Steph, will you take us through? Yes. The prize. So this is the prize today. Um, a couple of prints by. Um, oh, I want to win that. Yeah, my husband pointed <laughs> out that the one with the with the stormtroopers. Um, well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, the ranging just using the right terminology. <laughs> Look at how cool that is. That is cool. <laughs> Um, and then Kermit as Mando, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> I love so that. the winner of that is going to be drumroll. Sorry, Webster. Way to go, Webster! Is our oh, winner, oh. and I think he just donated like last um, panel. Hi, Val. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome which means if you want to just donate like whenever you can now you have definitely a chance at winning so um we are like 100 dollars away from 2k so keep it up everything thank you all so much next up oh, next yeah. up, nine nine oh thank you <laughs> the colin farmer appreciates you Thanks, Colin. I really wanted to name to be Colin Moisture Farmer, by the way. <laughs> Moisture Farmer? Like what Luke is? Oh, no, I get it, but it's still gross to hear. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.